Well, are you drinking anything? I'm drinking water, dude. Just Uh, water. I should have made some tea or something, but it was kind of late. When I woke up, I was like, oh, what? Oh, okay. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's good. You're staying hydrated. Yeah. Are you drinking anything? Yes. I am. I am. I just opened uh, a truly, again, that I found in the back of the fridge. I really, I'm trying to push through these because they're not great. Um, a yeah. couple episodes ago, I was drinking one, and um, uh, I still have them. So <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, taking one for the team, drinking one of these truly. What tonight. flavor? Like, what's the, what's the... Um... This one is just lemonade. Okay. Um, they just taste like... Like, if you had a glass of lemonade, and then you poured half of it out, and then put in some dirty water, and then, um, like, a couple, like, a shot of, like, vodka, and then a little bit of, like, almost flat sparkling water. (laughs) That's kind of what they taste like. Tell me more more about the dirty water, though. What kind (laughs) of dirty water? What makes it dirty? Uh, um... Is it just, like, city tap? Or is it like actual yeah, like si- dirt? it's like city tap. Like you could dr- you could drink it, but it doesn't okay. taste okay great. Like when you take a sip, you're not like ah, you're kind of like you know right. Okay, thank you. Yeah, for clarifying. Yes, um, but they have a bunch of different flavors. I believe Brady Lee is currently drinking a black cherry lemonade. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have strawberry lemonade, and I think there's like a fucking like a mango one too. Um, they're they're not as bad as I make them out to be. Um, they just don't taste great. It's just like, it's like a party drink. Like you would drink this at a house party and you drink like 10 of them and have a great time. Yeah. Well, that sounds, um, you know, delicious. That sounds (laughs) so good. Um, yeah, dude, I, we, we don't buy alcohol really. Like, um, I buy wine. I buy like a bottle of wine usually every time Hold we go on. shopping. You you told me you weren't gonna clickety clack. He's clickety. He's just shushing me. He's like, shh, it's fine. I'm yeah, so dude, sorry. Can you I start can hear Brady. <laughs> Brady, as the editor, it's loud. It's loud, my guy. Fallon wants me to tell you that it's it's loud. You're a loud clickety clacker. He just shush me again. All right. Okay. He's gonna do his best not to clickety clack. Okay. You were saying just that. Just trying to watch the game. <laughs> You are saying that you and Casper don't really buy alcohol very much. No, we don't buy alcohol because um, it's expensive and uh, Casper doesn't want to get fat. And I am a lightweight, so I don't have to buy a lot. I mean, fair. Yeah, but I do miss a good marg. I do miss a good marguerite. Ugh, man. Yes, I love a good marg with a salt rim. Yeah, fuck. Oh, dude, okay. Drinking. All right. Uh, over Christmas, Casper's mother introduced me to the red beer, which I did not know was called a red beer. I called it a michelada, which is what I used to make at like. Oh, are you talking about beer and tomato juice? Yes. And oh. I was like, so I guess a michelada has clam juice in it, which we did not put clam juice in ours back at the restaurant I used to work at. However, Paris. That shit's dank. I used to think no. it was disgusting when I made them. I was like, who the fuck wants to eat this shit? No I thanks. I don't believe you. It's so fucking good. And she would um, salt the rim with tahini, that like 
that yes. you know, you know the little salt. If anyone doesn't know what tahini is, it's like a little salt, chili, lime is it, it's mix. Like chili lime salt? Yeah. Yeah, it's chili lime salt like... seasoning. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking dude. Uh, like this specific kind of Bloody Mary mix. A couple dashes dashes of Worcestershire, um, mm-hmm. and a couple dashes of Tapatio, and top it off with a Pacifico. Holy shit, bro. Bro, it was so good, Paris. Oh wow! I don't know. That sounds so disgusting. I, <laughs> I hate, I hate uh, like V eight. Like I don't like tomato juice to begin with. I've had a Bloody Mary. I think they taste like ass. I like all the things that go in the Bloody Mary, like the bacon and the olives. And um, I've had a Bloody Mary that had a grilled cheese on the side of it, which wow. was like great because it's like lunch, right? And then the worst part of the whole thing is the actual drink. So I am not, I do not like tomato juice. And even worse than tomato juice is tomato juice and alcohol. So I, that's going to be a big no for me. But I'm sure that, it, you know, if you like it, more, more for you that way (laughs) it was really it was quite pleasant and i mean also my i think my grandma would drink bloody mary's when i was growing up so when i would fly i frequently flew on planes to go stay with my grandparents while my parents traveled and when i was on the plane like a psychotic eight-year-old i would order a can of tomato juice for my drink order. Uh, so i think i'm a little bit conditioned yeah because i thought i was a badass i was like Yes, I will just have, um, I'll just have a glass of tomato juice. Thank you. And they would like bring this little can and I get this little can with my ice cubes and it like was not great. I wasn't like, oh yes, like it, it, it took a bit for me to drink it. But for some reason at eight years old, I was like, this is what makes me unique. This is how I put my mark on the world. I'm so mysterious you know, to these middle-aged people next to me who are like, wow, who is she? They're like, wow. Why is she uh, drinking tomato juice? Very distinguished, yes. Yes, yes. very distinguished child, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I... How mature for her age, wow. <laughs> I was waiting, I was just biding my time before I could buy alcohol, which I don't, I may not drink very often because like, I don't know, drinking alone is kind of sad unless it's like a glass <laughs> of wine um, and Casper doesn't drink, so... I don't drink very often, but I have to say, buying alcohol is one of my favorite things. Like that, I've <laughs> been I've been waiting my whole life to be twenty one. Like I, <laughs> it means so much to me. And even when I just buy a bottle of wine for myself and I bring it home, and it's got a beautiful label on it, and I uncork that bitch because you know they train me. <laughs> Early on, seven, eight years old, I knew how to open a wine <laughs> bottle for those motherfuckers. Like, being able to choose my own alcohol and drink it in my house, it, it's such a treat for me. I don't know why. It's one of, like, my sensory delights, the mm. um, ritual of purchasing yes. booze. I, I, love I feel it. that way about purchasing booze but like specifically purchasing booze in a bar because mm. I love like the bar aspect I love sitting down and having like a pint and some fries that is my shit uh, or onion rings like a pint of some like good beer and like a basket of onion rings is my shit um, so I really like that and I love like the atmosphere of bars and like the sounds and the mixing of drinks and like the conversations and everything so I've been it's been 
I've been sad, like, not being able to go out yeah. to bars. This past year has been kind of rough. But, again, you know, we have we have a good chunk of our lives to go to bars, hopefully, yeah. unless, you know, the apocalypse starts, which it might soon, so. Perhaps. We'll see. Yeah, you know, it could go <laughs> either way. It's a really a coin toss. Um, but it's interesting. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you have, you've always had, like, a good friend group to go to bars with you know yeah like your bar experiences have always been like kind of awesome and positive I personally kind of hate bars because I feel like either the bartender is an asshole or the people around (laughs) me are assholes like either way someone is gonna like be demeaning or kind of a pompous dick and so like I've never really I've never had like a awesome bar experience they've always been just like shitty i will say the guy at um god what was the hotel casino we went to in vegas you ordered a lemon drop oh we were at the luxor yeah that was really sweet that guy was cool yeah that was great and he like talked to us at the bar and made our drinks right in front of us yeah yeah that guy was cool yeah yeah well i think i learned I think it was from you. I feel like you shared this tip with me. So correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But I know, I just know this knowledge. It's in my head. So when you go to a bar and you get a drink, the first drink that you get, you tip the bartender really well so that they like you. And then, like, the more that you order that night, you know, they're more inclined to, like, come to you. Like, if it's busy or something, they see you and they come to you. Um and you, like, have a good, like, discourse with them and everything because you've, like, tipped them really well the first drink that you got. So they know, like, hey, she's a homie. I'm going to come back and Bitch, I again. wish I had said that. <laughs> That's really well, then good maybe advice. it wasn't you. But I feel like it's great advice, and I've, I usually I, I do that. I tip really well the first time, and then the bartender is, like, nice to me. So Well, there you go. Life hacks, kids. I'll do that next time. Uh, I just assume they're <laughs> racist, you know, is, like, my go-to. Oh. <laughs> well, they might be. <laughs> but I mean, That's also, so sorry. like, the extent of my bar experience was, like, you know, Corvallis, Oregon, where it's, like, other college students are the bartenders and it's like oh this sucks ass or my on the other side being a bartender and like having a regular who thinks he's hot shit staying like five minutes till closing and it's like you are a cunt and the lady that you're with i hope she doesn't have sex with you i really hope (laughs) i hope you don't get laid for years i hate you i hate you get out I hope you remain an incel for the rest of your life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, so I don't really miss bars, but I also, like I said, like, it's always, it's always, like, me and maybe, like, one other person, or if that person is Casper, him being, like, pouty that he's there and that he has to, like, pay for alcohol that he, like, doesn't <laughs> want to drink. Like, <laughs> well, I know that Casper's like also really protective of you. So like, if you're drinking, he doesn't usually drink because right. he wants to make sure that like you're taken care of and protected. Yes, yeah, he's had pretty scary experiences of with people under the influence when he first started college. So um, ever since then, like, yeah, I think he has a little bit of PTSD from that. So he's definitely like well, hyper hyper vigilant. Cares about you. What's that? 
I was just saying, it's just really great that he cares about you so much to like yes. to make sure that you're good. It is very exactly. sweet, and I, I do appreciate it. But it is also hard to like you know watch the person you love not be able to like enjoy themselves or let sure. loose. Um, yeah. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Brady and I sometimes <laughs> get too drunk together, and then we're both like, move over, I have to vomit. <laughs> so, <laughs> just kidding. That has never actually happened. We've never been simultaneously vomiting at the same time. But. Um, I feel like Brady's a lot more patient with me when I get sick from drinking versus, like, when when he gets sick from drinking and I have to take care of him, mm-hmm. which I'm like, Paris, we need to work on this. But <laughs> I just get so impatient with him. I'm like, God damn it, I want to go party. Can you please just wrap it up? I'm ready to go back out and dance. Um, <laughs> so I need to work on my patience <laughs> with, like, taking care of Brady in a drunken state. <laughs> I mean, good on you for the self awareness, but yeah, I, I smell a double. I smell a double standard there. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. It's something that I'm working on. I'm working. I realize it. I'm reflecting on it. I'm working on it. Okay? Dude, that's real shit. I had, we had an argument last night, and I he was like, "You don't ever acknowledge the good things," and I was like, "Okay, here's my deal. Here's my deal for you. My deal with you." I, for every criticism that I make from here on out, I will also (laughs) give you a compliment or acknowledge something that's good. So, like, um, I don't know, some shit was like, you know, if you were to interrupt this podcast, I'd be like, can you keep it down? And I'd be like, thank you for shaving, you know, or something like that. (laughs) I really appreciate you doing the dishes. Now go brush your teeth. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. And it works. I feel better. Everyone feels better. (laughs) Everyone gets what they need. (laughs) Wow, it's a give and take. It's a give and take, folks. We're out here trying to grow in quarantine. Oh. It's like not even quarantine anymore because we're like, <laughs> this is you, life? you can go out and people go out. People go out and people don't wear masks and people do go to bars still. Just not us because we're Y'all doing what are we're supposed to. So fucking disrespectful. I cannot. I mean, <laughs> I know I'm kind of in like a hypocrite land because I went home for the holidays, but like we didn't go nowhere. We didn't eat out. We stayed at our family's houses and watched our boyfriends play chess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what we did for uh, the family. And now we're being blessed with Super Coronavirus Part 2. So I'm so excited about that. <laughs> it's not actually Super Coronavirus. It's just another strain that is, like, more infectious. It doesn't yeah, make you sicker. Contagious. It's just easier to catch, which is actually worse than it making you sicker because um, you you still get the same symptoms and you pass it on to more people. If it made us like a lot sicker and more it like it killed us, then it's like harder to pass on when you're dead. So this is actually worse, uh, which is just <laughs> great. <laughs> well, on that note, I think it's fantasy time. Is it fantasy time? I think it's fantasy time. Great. Do you? Boys with wings, or maybe horns or tails. Maybe you're into scales. Perhaps you want to be the lizard queen. Do you find yourself attracted to fictional characters? Like maybe vampires. Do werewolves make you cream? Then welcome to our podcast. This is the place for you. 
freaks and geeks are welcome, and weebs will take you too. Fantasy time starts now. Set sail to a land of books and joy and big dicks. So, oh, man. I feel like people may be wondering why we are not reviewing books, why we haven't reviewed a book, and um, we have we have planned out our first quarter for the podcast. Um, yes. I feel like last year was like season zero. Now this is like season one. We are seasoned podcasters. We it was our pilot season. It was last, our pilot season this, oh, last year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we got really good feedback, and um, so we've scheduled out things to um, do, re- read, review, etc. Um, and our I intention, have books. we have books. I have them. They're we, sitting here. I'm ready I'm to read them. Looking at one right now. Um, <laughs> And so our intention was to read a book that was uh, recommended by Brady. And, um, but, you know, something Brady happened. Brady's my partner, if Brady, you didn't know. Yes. Uh, the man of the hour. <laughs> 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 um, and so that was our full intention. And then uh, around Wednesday? Was it on Wednesday? Uh, I want to yeah. say it was Wednesday. Yeah, because yeah, I was I working so. that day. Yeah. Wednesday... Um, our nation's capital was uh, stormed by Trump supporters and white supremacists, which was really cool. And I just, uh, that level of reality, watching that unfold and watching the complete and utter lack of consequences (laughs) for those people, um... You know, I just couldn't, I couldn't focus on what was happening um, in Earthsea. I couldn't do it. And yeah, so... we, were, we were going to read The Wizard of Earthsea by Ursula K. Le Guin. We were going to read the first two books, and Brady did read them, but Fallon and I, uh, I think we have a harder time compartmentalizing things. <laughs> um, and... Uh, it's been a, it's been a lot. I mean, like the the domestic terrorism um, that's yeah. like literally just happening before our Accurate. eyes, which like isn't surprising because they've been talking about doing this for months. Um, but just the fact that it happened and the there was no like nobody actively tried to stop it. That is yeah. what was like so um, yeah. just jarring and disgusting and. Uh, p- painful. It's just so. It's so much. <laughs> it's just so much. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of a lot of layers, a lot of things, um, to deal with. And so, I mean, I would, you know, I was talking to you guys on the phone and asking to postpone. So what we we decided to do was um, have this week off, you know, and be, so I, for me at least, so I can read the books at a slower pace. I've still been reading, Mm -hmm. but I just can't dedicate, I couldn't dedicate my whole Wednesday evening to reading like I had planned because I was like glued to my phone, um, which like Mm -hmm. isn't great, but I was talking to you guys on the phone and Brady's like, yeah, I just, you know, ignore it all. And I mean, like he knows what's going on. Obviously, he's informed, but like he doesn't. He didn't like take it to heart. I think the way a lot of people do. And there is something to be said about like sensationalizing things and like you know whatever you give your energy to is what you're 
you know, working with spiritually, energetically, emotionally, like, and I understand mm-hmm. that. But also there's something deeply painful and I think Im- about what's happening. And I think it's important to witness. I yeah. like, because I feel a sense of responsibility for what is happening in my country. Not that I caused it, but a responsibility as a young person, as someone who gets to inherit this earth. Um, it is important for me to give, uh, to understand and to truly grapple with what the fuck is happening. Um, Mm -hmm. And also as a black person, it's exhausting Mm -hmm. to watch, you know, for months, watch people who look like me and people who are trying to support people like me and black queer folks, black trans folks, um, with the Black Lives Matter protests that that were happening in June, July, August. Um, and to like watch videos like week after week of police brutalizing, murdering, um, black folks to then like literally watch videos of them them opening the gates for Trump supporters because they're white. Like, because they're not seen, because literal domestic terrorists are not seen as as much of a threat as a black man on the street. Like, that was nuts. To watch a video of, like, I watched a video of this uh, that from a reporter. So the reporter is filming, or the mm-hmm. journalist is filming. And um, they're entering the Capitol building in this, you know, line of um, rioters. And there are officers lining the walls of this hallway into the Capitol building. And the reporter's like, "Um, can we go in? And the cop's like, no, no one can come in. No one is allowed in here. As like this horde of hundreds of people are filing in. And it was just like, man, like actions, actions. And so it was... It, that was a special, just crazy bit of chaos that, like, I think it's our generation maybe is getting desensitized to all of this crazy shit because it's, like, so overwhelming. We're just like, yeah, okay, ice caps are melting, uh, more plastic than fish in the ocean, okay, uh, fucking virus turning into a more serious virus, okay, uh, yeah, our, our economy's getting destroyed and okay we have like a a bigot and a racist and a misogynist as a president and people voted for him and now they're trying to stage a coup okay you know like there's so many things um happening that i think people are going into overload and you just don't feel as much like it's almost this numbingness um but i think when things are happening it's important to give it the day and to just do what you can to acknowledge and also take care of yourself. And, um, there's, there's not always room for fantasy in that, I guess. Like fantasy comes a couple days after when like in the recovery stages, but it feels almost disrespectful to my real life when I've been crying about lacking adventure when there's, you know, people trying to stage a quote revolution in my country in front of my eyes. So like, you know, whatever 
Sparrowhawk is doing is inconsequential because there's some real shit <laughs> happening, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the Capitol. That's my speech. That's all I have to say about that. And it's not all I have to say, but so, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just said a lot. No, I, I, I think you should have. Yeah, I, it just, it is a lot. It's a lot. And I think you hit it on the nose when you said that, like, there's so much going on that it, it's hard to, like, to consume it all because it's, like, <clears throat> it is numbing. Like, there's, there's, there are so many things and the media, it's, like, my Instagram feed, <laughs> my, like, Explorer feed. I, like, see all of these things every day. I see things about coronavirus. I see things about Black Lives Matter. I see things about um, the fucking president. It's just, like, it's all at once. And, and I think you're right. I think that it is kind of desensitizing when you're so used to seeing, like, all of this chaos all the time. Yeah. It's like putting your vibrator on, like, the highest level and then, like... <laughs> the, and your clip is just, like... <laughs> <laughs> Like She's just, done, so. And the next time you, you can't go, feel anything. level one and two just aren't enough, you know? <laughs> My mom warned me about that, and I didn't listen to her. And then, you know, had to, had to throw it away. <laughs> Couldn't use it anymore. Didn't work. Then you turn to freaky shit, because nothing else turns you on anymore. Right! <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit yeah. don't work no more. <laughs> And you're like pouring hot candle wax on your body because you just want to feel something. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, oh man. That's so, so anyway. <laughs> that's why we're not talking about a book this week. Thank you. That's what I was trying to say. That's why yeah. we're not talking. But next week, we're probably going to talk about a book. Yes. Two books. Yes. Two, what? <laughs> are, are we not talking about two books? Um, what did you have in mind? I don't have my calendar in front of me, and I honestly the don't first, remember what we The had first planned. two Earthsea books. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. I thought that you were talking about two separate books from two separate series, but you are correct. Gotcha. We will be talking about the first two Wizard of Earthsea books by Ursula K. Le Guin. Yes. 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 Excellent. An author from Oregon, by Oregon. the way. Oregon. Oregon. Yes. Yes. Your beloved home country. <laughs> I miss it so much. I've been I've been sad, but um, yeah. Uh, so she is. She was from Oregon. She passed away a couple of years ago. Brady knows a lot about Ursula K. Le Guin because he read these books when he was younger, and he really likes them. Um, and I have not read them yet. I haven't even, to be honest, I haven't even picked it up. So I, <laughs> I am gonna read them this week, and I will be ready by next week. And Brady's already read them, and he has so many notes. So I feel like we should just let him. Read I it. was gonna say, I was like, I just wrote down like a couple quotes, but they're more like, I, it, they more fit into like my own self help journey. So I was like, probably not gonna bring those up. I'll just probably talk you... about the lack of dicks or something. I don't know. <laughs> Did you write them in your new journal? I did write them in my new journal, yes. 
Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I'm glad that it, you're using it. That's awesome. Yes. I think for um, bigger stories, like when we get into Throne of Glass or like especially with A Court of Silver Flames, um, I'll probably have to pull up some like Google Docs to type out all oh, my yeah. notes because the cards are very small, but it's oh, great okay. for like little mini notes and like, you know, page numbers Smaller especially. Books and things. Yeah. So, um, but it's, it's awesome. I have it open when I read Sweet. so I can reach for it. Yes. I've been using my journal, I promise. Yay! I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So, um, uh, I mean, what do you want to, do you want to vent? What do you, this is our time, you know? Mm -hmm. We've got, like, another 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, dude, my fucking therapist. Okay. (laughs) That bitch. Fucking Rachel. Okay, I'm sorry, Rachel, if you're listening to this, but I'm still pissed about what you did to Fallon because she needed you, and you weren't there. You didn't show up, and we show up for our friends. I mean, I guess technically it's like a doctor-patient relationship, not not friends, but I'm Fallon's friend, and Rachel, (laughs) you dropped the ball, Snatch. Okay, first off, I'm going to say... Therapists, shout out to therapists and counselors during this time because y'all have been counseling the nation and y'all have been counseling yourselves. Who is there for you? You know, like I'm like, sure therapists have therapists. They do. I know mine does. Which is, if your therapist doesn't have a therapist, you should get a different therapist. Get, get another therapist. It's just a cycle. You therapize me, and I therapize her, and then we'll just keep going around and around. Um, Therapy for all. Yeah, so, like, I do not want to underplay the importance of counselors and in their their work, their silent, secret work of supporting us of the tender heart and mind and spirit <laughs> during this fucking insane time. So yes. um, I totally understand why my therapist who does not just have me as a client um who i don't pay as much as i could or should um because she does sliding scale for me so she's an angel um so i don't blame her for having to take a mental health day that happened to land on my scheduled um (laughs) appointment that being said i had waited a month it had been a month since i had talked to her and that (laughs) really sucked <laughs> that yeah. sucked um for sure did she reschedule with you yeah yeah so it was just postponed a week um okay. <clears throat> so it's just like oh you know kind of a... five weeks though that's a long time so i think it would be let's see maybe a week before two weeks during so i think it'll be about four weeks once i see her again or like four okay. and a half weeks so under i think under five weeks but still <laughs> A long time. A while. Still hurts my feelings. So it's, but it's not, it's not her fault. I don't, I don't blame her, but it was just like, wow, what divine timing. I was really looking forward to discussing all the things that are upsetting. Oh, wait, never mind. I'll just take a bath, I, I will guess. I don't know. internalize them all. Oh. <laughs> I will push it down. <laughs> I will suppress all of this emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And have a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much gonna have some hot chocolate. Uh, and stare at my saggy ass. That's what I'm gonna do. 
Just Man, like she doesn't look like what she used to. Shit. Dem cheeks in the mirror. I know. I was looking at my butt the other day and I was like, fuck. Wow. Like I have um some like it's like fine because it's literally just like from fat, but I have like some stretch marks that I didn't used to have yep. before. And I was I like, those too. God damn. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. But I mean, I'm like, you know what? More to love. Just, I'm just, you know, working in the bakery, working on that cake. <laughs> Bake that cake. Make that cake. Yeah, dude, I have some stretchy marks, too. I thought I was going to be unmarred for life, um, but then they've slowly been growing, and I was like, oh, I got to do something about those, and um, I haven't. I have not done that, but I, <laughs> I live such a... Um, and I thought, man, I should do something, and then I didn't. <laughs> and they're still there and uh, growing. So, yeah. I mean, all bodies are beautiful for sure, but, like, yeah, women, just, we do have this, like, body standard <laughs> that we I'm compare just ourselves to, to all the time. I'm just trying to catch up to Brady. Because ah! he's got those big old cheeks. And I, I, it just pisses me off that my boyfriend has a fatter ass than I do. So I'm trying to, to get to that level. That he's already at. It is a mystery to me. Maybe I just haven't stared at Brady's ass enough. Um, maybe I've never stared at him, stared at it at all. But I have never <laughs> thought of Brady as someone with a fat ass. Well, I Felon, think... <laughs> it's been a while since we've seen each other, and since you've seen Brady, and like we've been in quarantine, right? So mm-hmm. Brady's cheeks have just been like getting all of the attention. Like, everything he eats goes straight to his big ol' ass. And it's great, because I love it. I'm a total ass gal. I love to squeeze them cheeks. Whenever he bends over to get something in the fridge, I'm there, you know? Like, I love his butt, but I'm jealous of it. I'm really jealous Damn. that that doesn't happen to me. Like, to me, it goes to, like, my very lower, like, the stomach, like, right above the hem of my jeans. Mm-hmm. And then, which is just so fun. And, um... <laughs> You know, my and, my stepdad once told me that he finds that very attractive in a woman. So, really? you know. <laughs> well, that's, that's, I'm so glad that I could appeal to your stepfather. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think he will be seeing any of my flesh anytime soon. But um, I'm just jealous of, of, you know, the people, everything they eat goes straight to their ass. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. I want yeah. that. Or like the and like the back of the ass, you know, mm-hmm. like the rump, like the the curvature, not the sides or the bottom, but like the <laughs> curvature, you know. So you really get that that space, that distance, that width, you know, mm-hmm. that smackability. Um, doesn't really matter what my ass looks like. Apparently, it is vulnerable to smacking and grabbing at all times. Casper loves the booty. I fortunately am not. I I don't really. I'm like I've never really thought about asses or cared about asses, like especially in dudes. Um, Mm. Which is great because Casper has no ass. um, Nothing to be seen. So it doesn't matter. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's all like inside. Like all of his mass, his ass mask is like it's like just pushed inside. Boy, where's your ass mask? Where'd your ass mask go? <laughs> In, inward, inward ass so, mask. So I, I, I He's got was, a beefy hole. I, I was, sma- I used to, I would smack it, 
And then he's like, you know, maybe if you were nicer to my ass, maybe it would grow more if you were nicer to my ass. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So now I have to caress it very gently, very nicely. And I whisper, grow to it. Oh my God. No, you do not. I do. I do. Um, you know, when he's cooking or washing his hands or doing dishes, he'll just come over. So what do you, what do you do? What do you, other than, other than the ass, like, what, what, what's your thing? What do you, you like go up and squeeze his arms? Do you like ruffle his hair? Like, what's your thing? Um, I mean, I think I just like press myself into him and he embraces me. So like, I like the hugs. (laughs) Like he's a really good hugger. Like he is perfect, like body mass distribution for hugs. Like he's got nice arms, but I think, I don't know. I don't, maybe I like, I like grabbing his tits. I like grabbing his chest. Like he doesn't have man boobs or anything. But he like, lets I, you. He lets you touch his nipples. Um, he doesn't really like it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. You I do it anyway. I. I mean, I think nothing's like everything's up for grabs, um, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> Everything is up for grabs for sure. Brady hates his nipples being touched. So of course I have to do it <laughs> You have to touch them. He hates yes. it. So it's like I want to pinch them even more. Um I love it. I love He like does this thing where he'll stand in the doorway. We have like a very narrow apartment. It's mm-hmm. very like it's it's not a very big apartment, but it is long and um he'll like stand in our very narrow doorway. And, like, put his arms on the side and his legs on the side. And he'll be like, you shall not pass. And then I, it's, like, my job to try to figure out how to get past him. <laughs> so um, I go straight for the nipples every time. Right. And it works. Yeah. Yeah. So it's he's, like, tried to do positions where he's, like, covering his nipples. But then I go straight for them cheeks. And um, every time it's, it's, like, some form of genitalia that I go right to. Um, yeah. And it works. He moves. And then I can, I can, I can pass. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I, I won't just, like, well, that's not true. I, I do like grabbing on Casper's. I'm probably going to cut this out, but I just, <laughs> I do. I like, I like touching. I like, I like touching all of them. I, I like the touching. Question. Okay. Yes? We were in Chipotle, which was a wild experience. Um, okay. I'll tell you about, think, I'm so glad you asked. It was wild because. Um, <laughs> Ask for what? The first first Chipotle we went to was packed. There was a line, like, ringing around the room of Chipotle. Mm -hmm. And Arizona, being the lawless land that it is, has Uh, indoor dining. Was anybody wearing masks? No. Yes, because they don't have a mask mandate, right? Well, they do have a mask mandate, so people in line are wearing masks. But the people sitting at the tables that are not spaced any special way, they're just standard Mm. Chipotle table spacing, um, they didn't let people sit, like, against the walls on, like, the benches or anything, which was nice. But, you know, these tables are, like, two, three feet apart, and these people are eating their fucking burritos, just, like, nothing's a big deal. And then the patio was also, like, full. So this Chipotle, it was, like, you know, I don't know, 20-minute wait for this Chipotle, which was fucking nuts. So we left and went to a different Chipotle, like, three miles away. We opened the doors of that Chipotle, and 
there are like white ladies screaming. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And so we got there right at the end of this confrontation of this woman who something was going on. We just heard like the cash register being the, the cashier being like, I'm like, sorry, ma'am. Like we gave you the price of what it was going to be. Like we told you how much it was going to cost. Like that's that. So and just so, a Karen being a Karen. Yeah. But this like, I'm going to call her a Carrie because I know she has, she has like that Karen energy, but she's using it to like defend against other, she's like using it against another Karen. So I was Uh, like, I feel conflicted. Like this, this chick's got like mad Karen energy, but she was like, (laughs) ma'am, you need to leave now. And she was like, get out, go home. You're blocking the line. And she was like, yeah, just projecting talking over this woman and like forcefully (laughs) just like with her words she's like sonic booming that bitch out of the chipotle and i'm standing in between them like it was like register me woman in line yelling across and so i was like blocking the door because we had just come in and i was like fuck like where do i go i'm trying to maintain six feet apart but like shit this is stressful Ah!" Um, so it was wild. So finally that lady, like Karen was on her way out and, Mm -hmm. uh, fucking Carrie, she like was like, get out, get out. And she said one too many get outs. And I thought there was going to be a fucking fight because (laughs) as the woman was like opening the door, which is when Carrie should have stopped yelling at Uh her. She gave her one last, nobody wants you here. And that other lady turned around (laughs) and was like, she was going to say some shit, but then she like, was like, there's a lot of people here and she turned the back around, which I applaud her, um, just awareness in that moment. Cause that (laughs) shit could have got ugly. Cause Carrie was a big woman. Okay. Like I wouldn't have (laughs) fucked with her. Um, I would have left Casper to do that shit. I would have been like, all right, <laughs> babe, you're up. <laughs> you I you tap not. him in. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. So that was intense. It was intense. So the, the vibe was already strange. And so we're in line. We're like reconciling our first Chipotle experience with our second Chipotle experience. I still don't really feel safe. Um, I'm stressed. <clears throat> of course. And Casper, I'm wearing these pants that were his pants from when he was a cheerleader at Oregon State and um, they're like these kind of soft dance pants and I was not wearing any underwear and so he's like touching my butt in, we're in line, no, no one can see that he's touching my butt and so he's like petting my butt and he's like oh my god wow it's so soft he's like amazed at my butt and it feels nice i like the rubs and i look over and this motherfucker has one hand on my ass and the other hand on a virtual game of chess and i just thank you thank you i was like you don't unacceptable you don't get to pet my ass and play chess you have to pick nope. one sensory delight. One. <laughs> Is it going to be me or fucking chess player 69 over there? Huh? <laughs> Which queen are you going to prioritize? <laughs> All right? <sighs> Choose your gambit wisely, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, no. It's so rude. That's so rude. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And I was, because then it was, because it, there was not, it wasn't like, 
then it's not about connection. It's about you getting you feel to enjoy used. the feeling of my <laughs> butt and getting to enjoy. It's like having the cake and eating another cake. <laughs> He's just using you for your ass at that point. I like, know. Hey, don't just pet my ass I'm not... and enjoy it. <laughs> it's my ass. It's my ass. So why yes. don't you chat with me? Why don't you love on me <laughs> and my ass instead of your chest ranking and my ass? You know what I mean? In Chipotle. I do. Like from day one, I've already, I've always had reserves about like that sort of PDA with like seeing ass grabs or like being ass grabbed in public. We went bowling one time for one of our early dates. Like we were dating for like a, a month maybe. And he smacked my ass. And I was like, who the fuck do you think you are? What are you doing? What's going on through your head? And he was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I, why I did that. I don't know. Like, I freaked the fuck out on him. Now, it's like, I don't know why, dude. I don't know why. 17-year-old Fallon was like, I will not be demeaned at this bowling alley, sir. At this bowling alley. I will not be How disrespected. How dare you yeah. at the town and bowl? How dare you? In bowling shoes, you're going to smack my ass. <laughs> so disrespectful but you know i also understand that your perspective may be biased as well i mean a on one side you're my friend so you're gonna side with me uh but also b you live for ass smacking and grabbing so i, do. I know that i do you I may see brady. me as um ungrateful i wish brady would smack my ass in public i wish really I wish really? oh my god yes oh I wish. I smack his ass in public all the time. That's different. And then he like he like covers them and like runs away. Um and it's not fair. I'm like, God, I my ass is it's gotten a little plumper. There's an ass to smack, so why not smack the ass? So I would also be upset if Brady was like playing fucking tune blast and squeezing my ass in the Chipotle. That would upset me. But if he was just squeezing my ass in the Chipotle, I would love that i just want to feel like i have big cheeks i know my cheeks aren't as plump as brady's but if he would smack them more i would feel like they were appreciated that's all i have to say oh poor parents (laughs) (laughs) so besides smacking your own cheeks what are you doing to take care of yourself while our the state of our country is in limbo. Like our real, I'm sorry. I know I just asked you a question, but our okay, president has been banned on all social media for inciting yeah. violence. Like, I would like to speak to that for just a second. I would love to seeing, listen to that. I've been seeing a lot of people like on my Instagram, people that I used to be really good friends with who I've kind of fallen out of touch with post on their Instagram and say like, I can't believe they banned the president on Twitter. Or how are you not so furious about this? If they can ban the president of the United States, then what keeps them from silencing your voice? (laughs) Bitch, bitch. Twitter and all the other platforms have always had the ability to silence your voice. If you break guidelines, if you do something that's inappropriate, if you incite a fucking terrorist attack on the Capitol, yeah, they're gonna fucking 
fucking ban you on Twitter. No shit. So it makes me really angry when people are like, they're going to take away our freedom of speech. They're going to take away our rights. And I'm like, no. If, if you do something so incredibly horrible, like, of course you're going to get banned on Twitter. Do you know how easy it is to get banned on platforms? It's not hard. So that really makes me mad that people are, like, trying to turn it into, like, they're taking the rights away from Americans. Like, no, they're literally just trying to prevent more terrorist attacks. There are so many fucking layers to that. And it is <clears throat> a lot. And it is so... Would you like to speak to that? I'd like to hear what you have to say. I mean, like, first off, it's it's subjective to, like, context is important. So, like, mm-hmm. the stakes of someone's account is important. Their reach, their influence yes. matters. So, say, like, I don't know, the president of the fucking United States needs to show a certain level of decorum. Um, because he is the influencer. (laughs) The president Mm -hmm. of the United States is the influencer. They are the figurehead of the United States, and they are supposed to ideally represent the values of what America is trying to strive for. And, I mean, okay, so there's a lot of people whose response to the riot um, and the insurrection their response was like, this is not the America we know, which is a lie. <laughs> even this like, is the America we know. Even like, it has been the America forever. Like, what do you mean? There was like a French politician. He was like, this is not the America we know. We believe in democracy. And I was like, sir, sir. Yes. Yes, it is, sir. Yes, it is, sir. So um, I think, you know, like, in a way, he is exposed. Trump has exposed the ugly wound, um, the ugly wounds, plural, that um, the United States has left Just to fester United a- after, States. you know, during and after the, like, failed um, Reconstruction big, era. dirty, crusty asshole. Right, He's like, bared. Po- yeah, like, post-slavery, like, which it has been, like, like, Post-slavery attempts at, like, reconstruction of this country have been, like, absolute shite, and our foundation is crumbling because, like, she's made of clay. So that's, like, the first thing is, like, it's the president's account, and, like, when it's the president, you can't say those things. When he goes back to being, like, a fucking, you know, failed mogul racist CEO, then, like, and, you know, like, tax fraud, then he could say whatever the fuck he wants because that's his brand. And, like, he has no one to answer to but himself. However, mm-hmm. like, you have to answer to the American people when you hold the seat of power. So that's, like, mm-hmm. the first thing. Second off, like, um, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook done been banning people, done been deleting accounts, silencing yeah. people, particularly creators of color and sex workers as well. So, yeah. like, the ambiguity of, like, what is okay, like, it's all subjective. And yeah. um, to that, I say, you know, I, I think the f- freedom of speech is important because we get to talk about cocks and dick and cum on this podcast because, you know, we live <laughs> in the Hell United yeah, States. We do, <laughs> and that's supposed to be our God given fucking right. Can I get an amen? Because they're man, because this is America and I can say cum as much as I want. Exactly. I can shit in my bed with my boyfriend as much as I want. 
I can talk about slopping dicks in my mouth and cum all over as much as I want. I can say cum bucket. I can say cum dumpster as much as I want because this is America. <laughs> Amen. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, <laughs> thanks. It was so good, Paris. Thank you, thank you so much. So, you know, freedom of speech is important. Um, but I mean, like, where were y'all? Where were y'all? <laughs> when other Americans' voices are being silenced, you yeah. know? Like, where were y'all? Oh, wait, it doesn't matter when that happens to those people because uh, they're not aligned with your views. They're not aligned mm-hmm. with, like, your ideology. So, like... Mm-hmm. When other people get silenced, when like artists' pages and posts get taken down because they've painted like the human body uncensored, or like when a sex worker posts their work and like their nipples are in the picture, or like when a black person posts about injustices happening to them in their community and like people that look like them around the country and around the world, like when fucking, I don't know, Kaepernick started kneeling and everyone else did. Like, where were you freedom of speech motherfuckers then? I think you were part of the problem. I think you too were trying to silence voices. So I don't, I I cannot with you bitches that claim, like try and pull the first amendment card. Like, you know what the first amendment means? It means that you can say what you want to say and you won't be imprisoned for it. That's what it means. There can still be consequences for your actions. It's not illegal, but you still have to answer for yourself and your actions socially. That's what it means. That's what the first amendment's about people. It's not about like, he's saying what I want to hear, why are you silencing him? It's like, it's, it's not about whether or not like um, private corporations can, are allowed to discern who can use their platform. It's mm-hmm. about whether or not you become imprisoned yep. for speaking in however way you want. Like, that's what it means. Yep. Oh, I just, uh, I can't, I go, you know? That's what I have to say about that to y'all motherfuckers. Because I've heard that yeah. too. And it's just like, you know, cry me a just... river. Cry me a river of white tears. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I agree. I it just, oh God, it makes me so mad. <sighs> you, you described it a little bit more eloquently than I did. I just get so frustrated. That's another one of my things that I'm working on. I'm working on holding back my rage and then finding the right words to say. <laughs> Use the rage, baby. Use the rage to feel. And you are not an, an eloquent speaker, I will say. You, I, rarely do I feel like you, like, oh, stumble well, on you. your words. I feel like I, I did, stumble on my I words. I did get a little uh, irritated with someone who messaged me on Instagram. It was, like, a boy that I went to high school with. And I posted the meme that you posted where you're like, choose your class. And it was like <laughs> a, a, bun- a bunch of different pictures of like the fucking idiots who stormed the Capitol and like giving them like barbarian, thief, usurper, and witch. Did you pick, like, by the way, did you pick a class? Oh, I'm, um, I am witch. <gasps> I knew that, it! I knew it! <laughs> that picture of that woman absolutely <laughs> kills me. She looks so lost. <laughs> She was oh like, what are we God. doing Wait, in here? God damn. Are you okay? Yes. 
<laughs> oh, buddy. I don't know what he just did. He's been yes. drinking a lot. Um. Anyways, I posted that that meme of like all those peoples and like peoples people, and it's like choose your class onto my Instagram story, and um, this person from my high school messages me and he says, I really want to know what the berserkers problem is. <laughs> and I was like, he's a racist and he loves fascism. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean you want to know what his problem is? He's storming the Capitol building. He's committing domestic terrorism because he's a fucking asshole. He's a racist. What do you expect? And he responds and he's like, LOL. I meant like medically. Like, why is he foaming at the mouse? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know what to say. And he responds, he says, he looks rabid. And I said, yes, he is an unhappy, proud boy. And then the guy just didn't respond to me because the person who messaged me, he's like a big old, big old Mormon guy. And so I see. So he's like, I, I want to participate, but I can't because God. <laughs> yeah. I think he was like coming to me and expecting me to say something like when he was like, oh, I want to know what the berserker's problem is. Be like, oh, he's crazy. <laughs> but I was like, he's a fascist. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> what? It's like, come on, Paris, play with me in the most PG way about like. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I will not. <laughs> like, I cannot, sir. Come back with a better question. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's funny though. I yeah. People don't really mess I mean, I I got a lot of I mean, I didn't I'm not responsible for that meme. I did not. Meme tides, my meme lord blesses their heart. Um <laughs> created that meme. Yes. Um so I can't take responsibility. I only posted it and I saw a lot of people share it. They really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really fucking funny. I was dying. I showed it to all my coworkers <laughs> and we were we were just cracking it up. <laughs> I love it. I personally went with Barbarian, you know. I just <laughs> felt it in my bones. Um, I love the spy, though, Fallon. The spy is so good. <laughs> it's just like his eyes, like, peeking in the building window that's, like, broken open. Holy shit. <sighs> but Barbarian Fuck. is a good one. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I mean, like, when you give yourself permission to be sad... Quicker, quicker than not. Is that a word, a phrase? Quicker, quicker than, not. than not. Quicker than not. You it can, is you can find the humor in things. I'm just yeah. saying, the more you give yourself the opportunity to grieve first, then you can move on quicker. Is what mm -hmm. I think. So, um, yeah, because we're able to laugh about this stuff. And it's just so fucking absurd. The United States may be absolutely fucking just crumbling in on itself, but the positive side, something to look forward to, are excellent memes. So That's what I, I mean, I am so honored to be alive at this moment in time because, like, I was telling, I was talking to Casper about this, like, even though we are in a pandemic. <laughs> even though. Even though, like, we are, we've been given the most mild pandemic. Like, I feel like, be, because people are still out there. People are out living their lives, going mm -hmm. to bars and shit. And, like, they get sick and most of them survive. 99% mm -hmm. of people are surviving. Our country and our leadership fucked us so hard that, like, we're still dealing with it. Um, and other countries who didn't shut things down immediately and hardcore, um are also dealing with it again. But it's like, you know, like, we're able to make memes about this shit. Like, 
we, you and I are alive. You know yeah. what I mean? And like the people that we know who got coronavirus are also alive. I, I, it's I, just I, like... We, we have been very fortunate. I don't know if it's exactly 99% of people like surviving, but I know that like you and I have been very fortunate as to like we haven't experienced any deaths due to coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, and I like knock on wood, hope that we don't. Um, I do know a few people who have had the virus and they've been really sick, um, but they have gotten over it. Granted, they are all people my age. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anybody who is like over the age of 60 who has contracted the coronavirus. Um, and I, and I don't want to, (laughs) like, I really don't want to have any of my family members get it. But I know that like, Yes, you're right. It, it, when when it is, like, m- like the people who are going out and partying, right? Like, going to bars, they're mostly, like, middle-aged, like, younger people, right? They're not, like, senior citizens in nursing homes. And those yeah, are people that who is are, true. yeah, dying and getting sick. So, we, yeah, we have been very fortunate during this pandemic to not have any loved ones pass away. But yeah, that and cannot be said for everyone. No, it can't. And, I mean, I... Looking back, 99% is probably not accurate, but um, it's still a high, like, like our numbers are as crazy as they are because of our response yes, to the I, pandemic, yeah, I agree. not necessarily because of the, like, severity of the virus itself. It's still yes. severe, especially since, like, vaccines are just now rolling out, um, and, like, so I'm, I'm just saying, like... Well, and that's, like, totally proven, too, because, like, other countries, countries exactly. that have people of all ages and, you know, have, have had the virus and have moved past it, and they are, you know, functioning relatively normally now. And that yeah. is not the case for the United States. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, the... Uh, I was saying, like, being alive at this time is crazy because, like, yeah. we are watching things unfold... We are, you know, memeing hardcore. But also there are other things. Like, we're alive at the same time. Like, Beyonce is alive. And this yes. blip of existence that we is get, humanity. We get to read Sarah J. Moss we novels. We get to read Sarah J. Moss novels. What? <laughs> How lucky are we, you know? As uh, <laughs> we are so spirits blessed. floating in the wind. Like, we get to know Recent and Cassian and Fela and Nesta and Azrael. plastic bags floating in the wind. <laughs> As Katy Perry once said, we <laughs> get to experience <laughs> the magic that is a Sarah J. Moss novel. And I'm, I feel <laughs> so thankful for that. You know, like, I, we could have got, like, mad plague. Just, like... It could be, it could be a zombie apocalypse. We could it have could a zombie apocalypse. A zombie you know? apocalypse. Like, my grandkids will probably deal with that, but not me, bitch. I don't. I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the time that we have the zombie apocalypse, we'll be so seasoned by having had the coronavirus, you know, like, yeah. pandemic, we'll be ready. We'll be like, oh, easy money, wearing a mask, no problem, yeah. old news. Yeah, hoarding toilet paper, not a big deal at all. I still have my stash from 2020. <laughs> Taking out a fucking Karen in the Walmart, easy. Right between the eyes. <laughs> Fuck. Bop. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not going to kill white ladies. We don't condone violence. To. Yeah, sorry, no. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah, so I just mean, like, it's nuts, but it's also, like, 
Things are awful, and they could be worse, and they're crazy, and they're hilarious, and like, I, the time we're living in is so profound and unprecedented. Um, just like, wow, to be chosen. <laughs> How lucky. How lucky are we How that we get to live through this? Am I? <laughs> Wow. Hashtag bless. <laughs> oh, God. Um. As we have said before, and we'll say again, and we'll carve into our gravestones, we laugh to keep from weeping. What a good thing on a tombstone that would be. You know? We laugh to keep from weeping yeah. like, on my gravestone. Yeah. She, Fallon, <laughs> here lies Fallon. Lazarus, she laughed to keep from weeping, you know. <laughs> and next to next to you, adjacent, here lies Paris Rumbles, who died the exact same time as Fallon Lazarus, holding hands. Oh, she also laughed to keep from weeping. Ah, uh, after our, our our husbands died and our children, I don't know what they're doing. Being our husband shitty. died. We, our husband, only oh, one. No. <laughs> Sorry, our husbands. Died, passed away. We moved in together. Mm-hmm. We live in a beautiful chateau. Um, and uh, we live out our days in peace, eating charcuterie boards, reading fantasy novels. With our hot butler. With a, yeah, we have like a hot butler who only wears a bow tie. Oh. And, <laughs> <laughs> yes. and he feeds us like grapes and <clears throat> snacks. Yeah. And... Um, and we wear like expensive jewelry, and uh, we're all we always have a face mask on. Yes, always. Yeah, I just yes. I uh, decked out then, in tennis bracelets. We have toe rings, just ridiculous. <laughs> and we die like the couple in the Notebook together. Oh my God! Uh, yes, we're like together, <laughs> together, and we're, we're like indis- embraced. Yeah, it's like um, did you ever watch Jane Eyre, like the new one? No. Yeah, she goes into she goes she's sent to an orphanage uh, or like a, a home for girls, and it's like mm-hmm. an orphanage slash like boarding school for like girls who are uh, abused. I don't know. And her friend gets like some shit tuberculosis. I don't know what the fuck she gets, but her friend, her like Damn. best friend, is dying, and she's like eight, and they're dying. They're like laying together in bed, and her friend's like don't leave me and she's like i'll never leave you and then her friend like dies in her sleep um that's us but hopefully when we're like but we both die yeah we both die because i don't want to yeah neither of us i think want to live longer i don't want to clean that up (laughs) so (laughs) yeah yep well Well, cheers to that cheers to that i'm out of water but oh my truly's gone my truly's gone, and it's currently in my bladder, uh, threatening to burst. I out. see. Well, I think that's perfect time for final words, Paris. <laughs> final words. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, if you feel the same pain we feel, we're right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and we will have some book talk next week, which will be fun. It'll be a fun change of pace. Yes. Thank you to the folks who have sent us. DMs who have made us fan art. I mean, you guys, 
What a treat yeah. to be on this weird, epic, wild journey with you. We love the <laughs> feedback. If you message us, we will respond to you um, yes. because we have nothing else better to do and because we love you and it's really exciting. It is very exciting. Thank you so much for messaging us. Please continue to do so. It, like, makes our week. Yeah, yeah. It, like, gives me a will to live. Yes, for sure. Um, me- uh, follow yes. us on Instagram to do that, at Fantasy Time Podcast. And uh, if you have any inquiries, want to chat about anything, also send us uh, an email. Shoot us an email. Fantasytimepodcast you... at gmail.com. <laughs> if you listen on Apple Podcasts, you should give us a rating because it makes the podcast more available to other people when there's good ratings. That's fucking right, Paris. Yes. a review. We want to hear what you have to say. Um, and if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't fucking say anything at all. <laughs> Keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> uh, crazy. <laughs> <sighs> you know, uh, better yet, send us a DM and then we'll block you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. We'll put you Fantasy on Time is a part of what podcast? The TJBS uh, Radio Podcast Network. Listen to podcasts. Make your own. Check us out at tjbsradio.com. Um, yeah. C-L-O-M-E. Clom. Clom. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's all I got. Uh, next week will be better, I promise. Or more on brand, <laughs> more on topic. Not better. Yes. I, I love these episodes, but yeah. They feel good. They yeah, feel they good. do. Feel good in the soul. You know what else will feel good? Expelling this piss from my body. <laughs> okay. I have to go. Bye. Bye. And your clit is just like... <laughs>